Somebody's outside the door. No! Sarah, we watched The Village together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, nice. Thanks. Yeah, because you wanted to talk about it. I mean, like, you talked about The Village. I feel like you talked about The Village on, on the, the show. On the show. And then we watched it, and you were like, Sarah, watch The Village. And then you have read the book, The Shining, but you've never seen the movie, The Shining. Correct. 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 I've read the book, The Shining, and the sequel, Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep? Yeah. The sequel to The Shining. That do we do an intro for wrote. this? What do we do? For I Seen It, I play the uh, Monty Python intro, and then I sync up our intro at the end of it. Ooh, the scary girl. That's it. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Stephanie. And this is I, I Saint it. it. We're still figuring it out, guys. We're still, you know, just like life. Figuring out the kinks. So, Sarah, you've never seen The Shining, but you've read the book, right? I have read the book. I haven't seen the movie, but the book is fan-freaking-tastic. Well, and I don't know what... I know some things are different. That's what I was going to say. I don't know what they changed about the movie that was different from the book, but maybe in my talking about it, you'll remember stuff, and you'll go, that was different. You're going to talk about the lady who decomposes in his arms. <laughs> Uh, so it's that's that's in the book. Uh, so that is especially funny to me because that part sticks that's out. That's funny because so the first time I saw this movie, I watched it again recently, like in the last couple of months, because I was like, ah, I only saw it the one time. The first time I saw it, I was in high school, and or it was like the summer, maybe after high school. I was hanging out with my friend JD, and we were watching it because I had never seen it before. And that part happens, right? He goes into the hotel room. Which room? It's a specific room. What's that room number? Let's, let me get to the... Let's talk about All the right. I'll get to it when I get to that part. All but right. yes, funny to me. <laughs> what? Okay. In the book, it's terrifying. <laughs> so, the movie The Shining. If you're not familiar, it is based on a book by Stephen King. If you're not familiar, where have you been? Where have you been all of our lives? Uh, and the original movie, because I know they remade it at some point with um, Anthony Michael Hall. Or what? Not Anthony Michael Hall, Stephen Weber. Yeah. What? They, I was like, what? Anthony Michael Hall? What? No, they did The Dead Zone with Anthony Michael Hall, which was a different That Stephen was a King. show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Anthony Michael Hall had a glow up. Like, Homeboy doesn't look like he did at no. all. It, it didn't take very long, though. If you, you've been just watching oh, yeah. The Breakfast Club and then Edward Scissorhands. Oh, there's a huge difference. And you're like, that's the same dude. Puberty hit him and puberty hit him. And puberty hard. hit him like a fucking truck. Uh, yeah, puberty ran him over like Regina, George, and Mean Girls in that school bus. Yeah, they did a mini series of it. In what year was this? 1997 on Sci-Fi uh, with uh, Rebecca De Mornay and Stephen Weber. Huh. Stephen Weber, what a dude! But we're talking about the Jack. Nicholson we're talking about version. the 1980 classic, the Stanley Kubrick film, yes. uh, starring the one and only Jack Nicholson. Shelley Duvall is also in this movie, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that too, and the how Stanley Kubrick made her? that bitch crazy. That poor woman. So, school teacher turned writer, Jack Torrance. Yep. He uh, He's at a job interview at the Overlook Hotel, 
And they're like, yeah, we just need somebody to stay up here in like the wintertime when there's nobody here and just kind of keep the place up. Sometimes people go crazy here. But don't worry about but it. But don't worry about it. Some it's shit has good. happened. But like you and your wife are going to be like fine. Y'all are fine. Um, it was built on Native American burial ground. Of course. Because of course. But the hotel has a lot of history and one time, somebody named Charles Grady went a little bit crazy with cabin fever, and he killed himself and his family. But as long as, like, you're chill with your family and you're excited about coming here for the solitude, which he is, to write your book, like, Overlook is going to be the place for you, And no my matter dude, what, Jack. remember, you can't kill yourself first. That's right. You never first. Never kill yourself first, Jackie boy. So his wife, Shelly Duvall, uh, <laughs> olive oil from the Robin Williams Popeye. I was like, who cares what the character's name is? Shelly Duvall. Duvall. This poor woman. I'm pretty sure her name was Shelly in the movie. I think Shelly is the character's his name. His name was Jack. Her name was Shelly. Uh, so... <laughs> Wendy. His wife's name is Wendy. I can't with this fucking light. I know. It's creeping you out. It's creeping me out. So meanwhile, his wife is smoking a cigarette that she refuses to ash. Uh, that's not part of the plot. It's just if you watch it, like her cigarette ash just gets so fucking long. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she is uh, a little nervous about Danny because Danny keeps talking to his imaginary friend that lives in his finger. Uh, who's always like, Mrs. Torrance. And she's like, Danny, like, save it. <laughs> Danny, we're over your bullshit, please. So they get there. Uh, so he goes up to the Overlook, and they're being shown around by a guy named Dick Halloran, who is this lovely old black gentleman who is the one that has the conversation that I know I mentioned in a previous episode. He got the shining. Where he talks about the shining. He shines. Some people just shine. shine. So uh, what you're to understand from this moment is that uh, this old gentleman is somewhat clairvoyant and can tell that little Danny is also got somewhat clairvoyant. But he refers to it as the shining. Got the Some shine. people just got the shining. And he tells Danny that the hotel has a shine to it of its own, along with many memories, not all of which are good. But he tells Danny to stay away from room 237. Oh, 237. All right. 237. I was, I was so confident with that answer. So they're there for like a month, right? Jack is, you know, trying to write, but he's not really inspired. He's doing whatever. He's also an alcoholic. Right? Um, is he, that in the Stanley Kubrick version? He, it's not as big of a thing. Like he drinks and he spends time in the in the, in the bar. bar. Yeah, exactly. It's a big factor in but the it's book not, that it's, he's an alcoholic. I think they're more focused on the him being, you know, alone and the them being secluded is what makes him crazy, not the drinking. Yeah. But also he's drinking. Yes. Um. So they're in there for like a month. Jack's been writing. And uh, Danny and Wendy have been exploring the hedge maze. Halloran goes to Florida. Uh, Wendy learns that the phone lines are down because there's been a heavy snowfall. And Danny keeps seeing creepy shit like blood coming out of the elevator and like these weird twins uh, who are like, come play with us. Come play with us, Danny. Um, it's all really weird. And Jack starts getting really weird and kind of like violent. Like he doesn't hit her, but he's like, like punching the wall or whatever, like hitting a pill. He's just like clearly like fucking crazy all the time. 
Danny's curiosity about room 237 overcomes him when he sees the room's door open. No! Later, Wendy finds Jack screaming during a nightmare while asleep at the typewriter. And after she wakes him up, Jack says that he dreamed that he had killed her and Danny. Danny arrives visibly traumatized and he is bruised. Wendy accuses Jack of abusing him, which, of course, Jack is like, I didn't touch him. But she's like, right. And she's like, how could you do this to our son? So now Jack is, like, really starting to fucking lose his shit. Like, his wife is accusing him of hitting the kid. He's, like, having these nightmares about killing them. And now he's in this hotel bar with an imaginary bartender named Lloyd. uh, And he's complaining about his wife. So Wendy tells Jack that Danny told her a crazy woman in room 237 attempted to strangle him. That that's what happened. So Jack is like, all right, I'm going to go to room 237. So when he goes in there... (laughs) I know. He sees this, like, sexy lady in the bathtub. Yep. And he's like, mm, sexy lady in the bathtub. I'm like, what's up? And she's like. <laughs> and he's not like, I thought we were the only people in this right. hotel. He's like, ooh, sexy lady. Oh, sexy lady. <laughs> sexy lady gets out of the bathtub, walks over to him. They start making out. He's got his hands on her. And he kind of gets this glimpse in the mirror behind Stop. her. And he realizes she's this, like, decomposing old woman. And this is the part where I was talking about being funny. That made you laugh? So That didn't make me laugh. She ste- So he steps back, and he's, like, screaming and horrified. And she's laughing. She's standing there like, ah, 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 And she's, like, all old and, like, gross and fucked up. I, like I said, was watching with my friend JD, and my response was, why is she laughing? Like, She's like, gotcha. Right. And JD's response was, you made out with me and I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that part is funny to me. Get him. But it is really fucking creepy. Like, it looks gross and really horrible. And she's like, she's got like holes in her skin. Because she doesn't just look like she's decomposing. She's been in a tub. She looks like a dead body that's been in water. Yes. So So she's like kind of bloated and like. If I'm not mistaken in the book. Yeah. Danny goes into the room and sees her in the tub. So decomposed like her in the tub. And she's like. Yeah, no, like when, reaches we out. don't really see what Danny saw. We just saw Danny went in there and Danny comes back and is like, he's clearly been like, he's shit. seen, some, he's seen shit. some shit. Yes. The first time we see something in there is when Jack goes in there. Yeah. And that's when we see the old lady. I don't remember in the book what happens with Jack and her, but I know like with Danny, it's he goes in and he sees, he sees that she's, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, next. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> and you made out with me. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so while Jack uh, is back at the party in the gold room with the bartender, uh, he's talking to this gentleman who calls himself Grady. And Grady tells him that he must correct his wife and child and that Danny has reached out to Halloran for using, uh, about using his talent. So he, uh, I guess, like telepathically like Halloran could sense yes like the, that there's something horrible going book. on yeah and so Halloran is nobody calls him back because remember the phone lines are all down he just is he like, just I, is like I have to get back there yeah. and he goes through a lot of shit to get up there because yeah. there's been a snowstorm so like he has to take this weird plow to get up the mountain like it's a whole fucking thing but he's like I gotta get back there because there's something going on I can feel it because of the shining the shine 
So Danny, you keep hearing like red rum. Danny keeps being like red rum, red rum. And you're like, oh God, that's really annoying. Um, <laughs> you fucking can't it, Danny. And he's like going into a trance, right? So uh, while searching for Jack, Wendy discovers that she goes to his typewriter to see like what he's been writing. And when she gets there, she realizes every single page just says over and over and over again, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And it's just that over and over on pages. So this is all he's been doing. And this isn't like he sat down and did this for like an hour. For months, this is all he's been doing at his fucking typewriter. Oh, I, I'm like, I'm surprised she didn't kill him. I'd be I like, was like, you yeah. brought me to this fucking hotel. You've been drinking and acting a damn I'm like, fool. I would stuff those pages down his fucking and throat. And this is your book, you piece of shit. Um, but what no. is this? Some experimental bullshit? Yeah. But no, she uh, she gets real upset. She begs Jack to leave the hotel with Danny, but he threatens her. Wendy knocks him unconscious with a baseball bat and locks him in the kitchen pantry. Uh, but she and Danny are both trapped as Jack has disabled the hotel's two-way radio and the snowcat. Of so course he has. Any way of getting away, he's eliminated that. Of course he fucking has. So Jack converses through the pantry door with Grady, who frees him, which is one of the ghosts. Danny continues the red rom, red rom. And when Wendy sees the word reversed in the bedroom mirror, she, she realizes. realizes red rum backwards is murder. murder. Oh, shit. And you're finally like, you know, that whole time it was really annoying. And now you're like, oh, my he God. He was trying to tell you. <laughs> he was trying to tell me about murder. Uh, Jack hacks his way through the main quarters of the room with the axe. Wendy locks herself into the bathroom. She puts Danny out the bathroom window. She tries to get out the window, but it's too small. So she's standing there clutching the knife where you see the famous thing of him hacking through the door. And she's like, Jack, please, please, no. And then he comes through and he's like, here's Johnny. So all that's going on. So she slashes his hand with a knife uh, just as he's getting through the door. Uh, she hears Halloran arriving with a snowcat. Jack ambushes and murders him in the lobby. So Jack kills Halloran, the lovely old black gentleman with The Shining. Uh, then he pursues Danny in the hedge maze. Wendy runs through the hotel looking for Dandy. She is seeing all the fucking ghosts. There's like a weird orgy happening. There's like a dude in a tuxedo getting blown by a furry. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, it just gets weird. It just gets weird. And that's weird. not even really in the book. That's just Stanley like, Kubrick. That's just him being like, let's go ahead and he's go like, balls to the wall. He's like, it's not the A of the 90s. I haven't made Eyes Wide Shut yet. So I got to just throw this random shit in here. <laughs> um, so she gets out. And she uh, she sees the blood that he saw coming out of the elevator earlier, and she finds Halloran's corpse. Mm. Danny lays a false trail to mislead Jack. So Danny runs because uh, he's running through the hedge maze and there's snow everywhere. Right. So his dad is following his footprints. So at one point he like runs up and then he runs backwards in those same footprints and like hides somewhere else. So he's like hiding in the bushes and his dad comes up and sees the footprints and just kind of like goes wherever. And then Danny makes his way back out, meets up with his mom. They get in the snow cat and Jack freezes to death in the trail. And then that's the end of the movie. And then there's this photo that we had seen at the beginning of the movie. That's the Overlook Hotel in the 1920s with the guy that we had heard about killing his whole family. And it zooms in and zooms in and zooms in. And in the middle of the party is Jack Nicholson. Sure. 
So I guess he was reincarnated. I don't know. That's the thing that they're like, mm, Stanley Kubrick what are you versus doing, Stan? Stephen King. Like, what's going on? So even though this movie is super famous and people love this movie, from my understanding, Stephen King hates this movie. It's not like the book. It's not all. like the book. I was like, even so with that, with like the way it ends, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's completely different from the book. And mm-hmm. I know that that's not the feel that he was going with right. the entire time. And he also had a problem with Wendy being portrayed as like shrieking and scared all the time because, because that he was wasn't like, the way the character like, no, was written. I wrote Wendy like she's smart, she's capable, like she is like taking care of business. Um, yeah. So what a lot of people may or may not know about the production of this movie is this is an example of just the many ways in old Hollywood where male directors were horrible to their he female leads. He was so mean to her. He was so Shelley Long, the actress who played Wendy, Stanley Kubrick, like particularly was he was shitty to her. He asked other people on set to be shitty to her. He told people not to hang out with her like when they weren't filming so that she would feel isolated and scared and nervous all the time for a better film. Like, girl, it's garbage. I know. I know. But to the point where, like, interviews with Shelley Duvall after the fact, like, she basically quit acting not long after that movie. Like, she really, she got burnt out pretty good. Yeah. And he really, like, psychologically scared, scarred that poor woman. Like, really, like, fucked her up uh, for the sake of art. That's like Hitchcock. Hitchcock yes. did the same thing. Oh God, the what is her name? Thing. Oh, the woman She's from Melanie the Birds. Mother, I know. Yeah, Tippin, Audrey. No. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, it's gonna kill me. All of our listeners are screaming at us right now. Um, but yes, Tippy Hedren. Tippy Hedren. They just treat them like, like Tippin, Tippin, Tippy Hedy. Because they tippy. think that that's gonna get a better tippy performance, Hedren. and it's like just let their fucking professional let them do their job. Actor to fucking act. Acts. That's their job, and not do this to them and drive them crazy. The book is so good if yeah. you hadn't read it, and then the sequel. The sequel follows. Danny yes. going back to and I'm the pretty Overlook sure they're Hotel. making a movie of that. They are of Doctor Sleep, which yeah. is the uh, the, the remake. Sequel. And from what I'm supposed to, I believe from what you're supposed to understand, the little imaginary friend in his finger is him from the future. Like that's kind of how he's seeing his visions. Or whatever. I would have to go back and reread because that part doesn't stick out in my mind. One thing that sticks out in my mind that's in the book, and I don't think it's in the movie, is the hedge maze and the animals. The hedge animals. Do the hedge animals chase them in the movie? No. That's a whole scene in the book that's fucking terrifying. No, it's just a hedge maze. He's out in the back and they talk about how there's all of these hedge animals and there's at one point where I can't remember if it was Danny or Jack but he's out in the hedge maze and they start moving and they start chasing him. These yeah, hedge that. animals and they like get him and it's ter- where it's a moment where he's like he looks away and looks back and they're closer Ooh. and looks away and looks back and they're closer. Oh! That type of bullshit. There's an episode of Doctor Who that even if you don't watch the show like that episode is a good like one-off episode oh. uh, called Blink 
And so with them, for Doctor Who nerds, they're going to be really excited. But this is one of the scariest villains from Doctor Who. So they're called the Weeping Angels. I feel like I've seen so much Comic-Con shit about that. Basically, any statue that you see of like angels crying or anything in a graveyard, all of them could be a Weeping Angel. And basically, they can only move when you're not looking at them. Right. And so that'll happen where they'll turn away for a second and they're closer. (gasps) And not just are they closer. When they're, you know, away like this, they're weeping. When they get closer, they're like screaming. But they're frozen. So you're right. So they'll like look away and they turn back and it's like this in their face, but not moving, like just frozen. And the whole, it's called Blink because he's like, don't blink. Like, don't even, because that's enough time. For them to like reach you. And in that episode, they're in a basement like full of them and the lights keep flickering. No. So the lights will flicker and then it's just getting closer and closer. It's so scary. It's so scary. They bring them back in an episode, I think a couple seasons later, but there's one episode where basically they're telling you that the Statue of Liberty is a giant weeping angel. And the reason she doesn't move is because there's always someone, someone is looking, always at, looking her. at her. Right. And but there's like one point where like the statue was like outside of a building. And you're like, oh, oh god! But it's really good. No. Yeah, it's awesome. <sighs> so uh, I seen it. I I read it. It was a little bonus. I but you read, read it. it. You did. You read it. I read it. I, I read cl- it. I was really close to talking about Veronica Mars um, because I watched the most recent season. But Mary Angela, I know, really wants to talk about that with me and Christina, and it's uh, the whole thing because okay. we're all V Mars people. I feel like you could get into V-Mars. I probably would if I watched it. Yeah. I was like, it's good. It's really good. Too busy watching The Office But the most recent season, I was just like, it was a lot of, I read a lot of like, apparently like the fans are really mad. And I'm like, if you're a fan of this show, then you knew that this was how this was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I wasn't shocked by anything. I wasn't shocked by anything by the end of the season. I was like, well, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then I was like, yeah, because I've watched this show. I know how this shit goes down. But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks for another bonus Patreon episode. Thanks for seeing wonderful, wonderful patrons. Thanks for being subscribed to our Patreon. We hope you continue to like I Seen Tit. And um, we'll see if our next Sugar Daddy thing makes a thing. We'll see what happens. You know, give us money. Thanks for listening. Give us your money. I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And this has been I I Seen Tit. Tit.